From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the The Forum Forum for the Fans. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Professor, what's going on? This is the Blue, Blue Roundtable. We're going to talk capsule positions today. What's up? What's up? How y'all feeling? 929 is the number. Ah, Azul, how you doing, bro? Not much, man. How you doing? A little late to the party, oh, but... Oh, man. He's got to be energy, man. I'm the one who's supposed to be dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be literally dead, man. The, I, my play ride was 17 hours. It was ridiculous. Stuck in every guy. Where the hell you I went to I went back home, my other home in Holland. I went to Europe, oh. and we stopped over. We stopped because uh, I had I had an emergency situation there, but I had we had to stop over in in Nova Scotia, and that was mind blowingly bad. Believe it or not, beautiful country, but not if they don't let you out of the airport. And everybody there is pissed, and they're going different directions and the attitude out there was just palatable and it's just it was just a mess it was just a mess but i'm back here and the time zone just kind of dragged me up right now so right now for everybody is 801 p.m on a, at eastern standard time but my brain is at two o'clock a.m tomorrow so it's just i'm just all whacked the hell on out but how you feeling homie Oh shit, man! I'm tired. Um, I mean, this platform has went through a um, a, a different schedule per se. It seemed like for the last several years we've always been on during playoff time, NHL, NBA around this time of the year, I, I, excluding the COVID, right? Like during co- I mean, before COVID, I'm sorry, before COVID, we will always be on. I got a side eye on an NBA or NHL type of game. This year, taking a different approach, man. We're watching the fucking games, man. We're fans, too, man. <laughs> so we've been kind of postponing shows. I mean, there's nothing really going on in the NFL. I mean, we could always break down right. paper matchups. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, as you already know, uh, the local hockey team has been doing their thing and fully supporting you. that. <laughs> I mean, the Rangers have the look. Let me tell you what I see in Nova Scotia. The Rangers and um, and um, Nashville. Um, let me tell you, man. I never knew there were so many Rangers fans in Canada. Okay, because it seemed like the Rangers have like most teams have one rivalry. Like you know, the Yankees are going to hate the Red Sox and vice versa. You know, the Phillies and the um, I'm sorry, the um, the the Yank, I mean uh, um, the Eagles and the and the Giants they have their own rivalry, but damn the Rangers must have five rivalries, man. They got the Capitals, they got Pittsburgh, they got the Islanders, they got the Devils, they got Montreal, they got. Um, well, there's I, there's I know order. I'm somebody. I, the Islanders are the number one. The Islanders are number one. Yeah, um, and, and you already know this. Go back to the eighties, oh, especially I know the eighties. See, um, I went the last one of the last hockey games I ever went to. I have a shame to say this was in the late nineties, and they were yelling "Papa sucks" then, and right. Papa retired right. in the eighties. 
<laughs> yeah. still do it. I think we yelled it every loud. Moment. It wasn't like three fans. You know, it was like a banging a whole bunch of people at the garden, man. I was like, what? This is incredible, man. So, yeah, so that's <laughs> – but I didn't know there were that many fans up there, and they really, really had the Rangers back. And it was just uh, – it was really amazing atmosphere. And, if, you know, and ladies and gentlemen, if, you, uh, if you're a New York sports fan right now, excluding your basketball team, it's pretty good time to be a fan, man. The Rangers are thrilling everybody. Both your baseball teams are kicking, living behind, you know. So it's, it's okay. It's all right, you know. Look, you know, cheer when you can. Cheer when you can. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Steve, um, you're right, man. So, There's not a much. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Okay. No, 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 you're right. It's not much. Like I, I to be honest, like normally when I my new approach to these shows, these uh, giant shows in the off season, I'm trying to use the Instagram or maybe more so the, uh, you know, just social media, but primarily Instagram is really great, especially when it comes to boxing. But I'm trying to get a little bit more inside firsthand uh, point of view from the players' accounts, like on Instagram. That's why I say boxing is great for this. This, It's a game changer how I see fights now because I can see how these guys are prepping and sparring and things like that. I mm-hmm. be honest with you, I haven't been on top of it like I should because I've, I've been in and out with the hockey, fight, right. you know, traveling with those right. guys. And uh, right. but I do know one of the questions I was going to, you know, I, when I when we had this this episode, right, what have you thought of camp thus far with the Giants thus far? But also positions if we looked at it on paper, I was going to go like you know put it to you. Okay, we take our guys cornerback or secondary compare that to the commanders the eagles and the uh, cowboys wide receiver course where do we stand up matchup wise on paper that's kind of where wow. i want to go with it today i think we should continue with that premise because i didn't see everything and i have to admit i'm just getting my feet back so i'm a little out of out right. of out of i haven't seen shit. <laughs> The last thing I saw before I left here was Darnay Holmes. It looked pretty impressive to me, and I was fixated on that, you know. And I said, "See, that's what we need. We need this guy to from an ACL and just rip it." And but that was, you know, um, he he was in practice. I just watched. I just watched the practice, and I saw him close to you know, close to picking off a lot of passes and red 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 zone attempts and. And just positioning and hitting dudes, even though somebody's got that no bad for them. I said, oh, is he motivated or what? So I watched him. And I can't remember his name right now, but there was a tight end that we drafted that really, really was impressive to live in. Well, there was two of them, actually. Oh. Uh-oh. No, don't do that to us, man. You know you know how we are. We said this like, it seems like. No, 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 no. I'm not predicting. Up. Like, I'm not predicting. <laughs> I was just very, no, I was just very pleased. I was very pleased. The Billinger, thank you. Thank you, Daniel Billinger. Hit my head. Dallin Billinger would look great. And don't and and look, let me tell you something. Let me let me segue now, off. Let me okay, that guy the guy you you just mentioned, is he remember remember years ago on this platform? There was a tight end on the roster by the name of Jerome Cunningham. And remember, fans were used to go bananas of how he was going to the Hall of Fame. Is he Jerome oh, Cunningham good? <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> remember that shit? Uh, like, 
Like, I remember it well. I remember it well. They jumped oh, on you for not believing. <laughs> yeah, because, because this that. is that time of year. Everybody looks good in practice. I mean, not you know, also Allen Iverson shit, but like, how, how good are we talking? Like, are we talking pro, like literal, legit pro boy? Are we talking, you know, practice squad Hall of Fame, Jerome Cunningham level? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about when we like? Well, how did, how did he about- look? Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you the level I'm saying he looked like. He looked like a pleasant surprise, and he was better than I expected. Back there, I don't see him going to the Pro Bowl yet. I don't have him. I don't have him going to Canton with a yellow jacket. I just see him pleasantly surprising us, you know, uh, with some throws by Davis Webb. <clears throat> okay, and I thought that, uh, and, and in competition, in traffic. Rather, and so that pleased me. That's what I was talking about. Him and another, the other one from North Dakota. I don't remember his name right now, but he was very impressive, very impressive. And I was, and I said to myself, "This is so much." I said, "This is for you, Steve." I said to myself, "This is so much better than." Uh, oh man! So much better. <laughs> what yeah. an improvement. These guys were hitting. With no pads, and wait, 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 wait. The other one in North Dakota had pads. He, oh, but he went through his drills. He was ready. So I like that. But because the other person that we talked about so many times, who we don't say his name anymore, but he kind of sounds like this. Yeah. He never hit anything. He never hit anything. Anything. But but you know what? We gonna. I just like what I saw, and also I like the atmosphere, and I loved also the number one fact. That I, that I saw on my Twitter when I was on a plane. My number one fact this week, Steve, is the fact that Brian DeBall and Joe Shane both went to the Rangers game. <laughs> well, I'm glad, you, and, I'm glad you brought it up. I, I love it. it. I, well, no, no, it's not game. Because, not, not game. Games is in plural. You know that yep, the Rangers yep, yep. have been 6-0 and since DeBall's been there? Like, perfect oh. record. 6-0. That's Every game he's been there, 6-0. That's beautiful. That is, see, because they bought it. They understand what this happening. I love it. I just love it. Now, let me just be clear. I'm not saying well, I just hope, do I just hope he wasn't going to say – I just hope he wasn't going to Saber games. And, you know, the Sabres have been bad up there. So, I mean – you know, maybe you know he was. You know, when they were up in Buffalo, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't know that level of detail. But yeah, as far as thus far in the playoffs, ever since the Rangers lost their first uh, playoff home mm-hmm. game in that triple overtime to the Penguins, he's been in the building and he ain't, haven't lost since. Knock on wood, got a game on Friday. So yeah, I mean, I love it. I love. I, I really enjoy the. Um, uh, you know, players from other sports come in to support the other yeah. team of the that. Like you saw, DJ uh, LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, who's the other one? Oh, and Rizzo, Anthony Rizzo. You saw them at, a, at one of the Rangers games. Justin Tuck is always there. Yeah, yeah, Justin Tuck is always there. He's um, the hottest. That's what happens when you have winning squads here at the Garden, man. I mean, it's, it's star-studded. And we just got to keep that up. And I, I know the Rangers can. I'll just leave. I'll just stay there with that then. <laughs> Rangers have. Really I mean, and also, good. even if you want to get to the entertainers, like Method Man from the Wu Tang Clan, was all, got, he's on the New York Rangers commercials, on the Facebook page, on the watch. 
Uh, Fat Joe, who has transcended, you know, on daytime TV now. He's at the Rangers games. I mean, I mean Rangers games. This is not Knicks. I'm talking, you know, Rangers games. Is, you know, <laughs> I know, you know for, for a long time, and still is, you know, predominantly. You know, it's not usually, you know, soul in there. But you get in that. You get in that. You get oh Mariano Rivera was there. I mean you get different kind of uh, support because the team is so lovable. And, and but the head coach for the Giants to your point, yeah, games he was there. There he's been there. I think he's been there every game since we won, um, mm-hmm. uh, since the loss. Uh, he I don't think he was there at the loss. Maybe I'm wrong, but he's been there through the, the nice little home street. So yeah, it's good to see everybody there, man. Man, because this, that's what I'm talking. That's what makes New York City special, man, when it comes to sporting events. You know, um, my nephew today was telling me about, um, I didn't see it yet, but I'm going to, was telling me about something special in one of the, one of the sports channels about um, the 90s mixtape mix um, um, phenomena, you know, with like, you know, the record tournaments and this and that, and how they, you know, how they went together. And I said, yeah, I, re- I remember that. I was, you know, a, took a little bit of part in that because I was just gotten into the music industry around 93. And he said, um, mm-hmm. he said, hey, listen, what he's, what he's really, because he said, all I'm doing is watching his highlights. Were these games important? I said, let me tell you something. There were people during that time that didn't want to watch the Knicks after that because they were that, that, was that, that, that palatable, that crazy. And the crowd itself, Steve, you have Hall of Famers going to, going down gully to, to, to the park, you know, in Manhattan. You have cats, mm-hmm. you know, Julius there. Um, um, Jabbar was there. Magic shows up, you know. And and the thing is, I told him, I said, what happened is we have this special atmosphere within this, in the tri-state area, Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey, where when we are really flying, when we are really hot, no matter what the team is, no matter what the sport is, everybody – become star-studded, and they show the hell on up. And this is one of those times. This is one of those times. The Rangers are just doing due diligence, man, making this, doing what they're always supposed to do, man, which is just bring us together in unison and just making this one real happy friggin' situation, you know? And, I, and I'm loving it. But I said, wait, and um, I just wanted to say that. I just love what they're doing right now. Rangers just got the first pick, what, four years ago? Uh, yeah, they had Lafreniere um, a couple of years ago. That would have been the, yeah. uh, before the COVID draft. And then he, they had Kako, uh, Kako, Kako the year before that. At the number, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that Rangers called breaks in these drafts. So I'll give that, you know, give, you know, you know love mm-hmm. on that. Kako, Kako was the number two overall draft. I was at the Garden for that. Um, wow. Uh, for that draft party. That was the number two overall pick. And then the next year, the, the Rangers really lucked out. Nobody saw that coming. They won the lottery ball and got the number one overall pick. And that and those two guys in particular have been – to me, they've had been the best overall line all playoffs, you know, out of the four lines. They've been the best line. It was Lafreniere, uh, Kako, and Filipito, who scored uh, twice last night. Uh, and the Heatle was a number twenty-one overall pick back in what seventeen, and they had another pick in that draft who had you know it didn't pan out. Which who knows how great this team could have been for the next ten years? Like Elias Anderson, who was the number seven overall pick, he's now on the LA Kings now. 
And then Kratzoff yeah. was the number nine overall pick, and, and they're still and he's still on the contract with us, but there's been a letter rift between him and the organization the last couple of years because of playing time and things like that. But the team is so fucking deep. Uh, yeah. It's hard to find room for guys. Like some guys fit. Like they have egos. You know, I'm a, uh, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a top ten pick. But you're giving me a fourth line. You're only giving me eleven minutes of time on, on the ice. And a lot of people have egos, man. Even if you're twenty twenty one, you might be the shit in Russia or whatever overseas. But the NHL is a different animal, man. Yeah. Well, I'm listening to you right now. I'm learning. Learning. <laughs> yeah. But they, yeah, uh, before we get back to the football, I'll say this about the, the hockey. I, I'll be honest, Chris. I mean, the hockey shows have been fucking phenomenal. Carl's been on this. Shout out to Carl at the Cenos dropping knowledge. Of course, uh, Ranger Prowse, Scott Glenn, shout out to those guys, man. I, it's been fun episodes because you already know, Chris, and it's been a while for the football team. The, the platform, what we do here week to week is always better when the team is winning. The hockey right now has that juice. Um, when the, when the football team was winning, what six years ago? Remember, we went to the playoffs. We had the book party that year. With the platform, the football was on fire. The I mean, football still is going to be on fire. We're going to still spit that fire, but it makes it funner when the team is doing what they're supposed to do, and which is win games. So this is hopefully, you know, the Giants will turn the corner sooner than later because obviously the p- most popular sport in the country is football, American football. And um, we'll see, well, man. Um, it, well, see, but 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 to your point, which I one thousand percent agree with. Okay, look, when you got the the general manager and the coach and all the assistant coaches going to a New York Rangers playoff game, several, as a matter of fact, as you post, as you, you post, when you see Spike <laughs> walking around. When you, when, you, when you see Spike walking around with a Rangers uniform, which I'm sorry, I love it. I love it. We didn't get into that other thing that you jumped, that you jumped on me about several weeks ago. We stayed here, all right? <laughs> but oh, my God. Yeah, y'all yeah, do. No, no, no. We ain't talking man. about that. We're going stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. No, no, no. Okay, but when okay, we're doing okay. all that, you I, I totally forgot about Joe. You're right. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You've been oh, that was, Joe and all that. That was treason, man. No, it wasn't. Now, we were about that. Anyway, <laughs> no, you mentioned Fat Joe and all of them, and that's because everybody is down. Everybody, look, man, this is this is a big, big, huge event right here. You know, wasn't Judge at, um, no, that wasn't Judge. Yeah, was it? Who did I see the other? No, you're right. No, no, that was Mariano Rivera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rivera was there. Yeah, he was there at the yeah, Kings game. Right. Yeah, I was shot. He had the bomber yeah. jacket, the, the Rangers bomber. That shit was fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't walk in without nothing but New York Rangers gear right now, bro. And I got to get on the ball because I ain't got nothing Rangers except an old T-shirt. <laughs> I got to get down. Man, not even the uh, Leafs jersey or go back to the 70s. Any of the guys hanging at the garden like Gilbert or or – with Tule and any of those guys, uh, Eddie Yakuman, none of them, you know, from back oh, in the those 80s, are, well, see, those were, that's what, But that was my squad, man. The, the GAG line with Rod Gilbert, Dick Hatfield. Right. Uh, can't stand Brad Park for other reasons. Let's see. Um, uh, Jackman was yeah. a monster. Did Jackman make the Hall of Fame? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yes, he deserved to. That was, a, that was a special time. And we couldn't win it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, those tough um, 
Canadian teams, man. Like, oh, yeah, Montreal was running shit in the 70s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, and, and Steve, one, Steve, one year Bobby Orr did it to us uh, just by himself. <laughs> I, I don't know what year it was. I must have been right. about 11 to 12, yeah. but he, he did it to it by himself. He didn't, he didn't need – it seemed like there didn't need to be any more Bruins on the, on the damn so, ice. <laughs> so can I ask you this? So let's connect the yeah. dots to the football. What could the football team get back to the level of what all the love the hockey team is? So is it a start that the general manager and the head coach are mm-hmm. showing up to hockey games? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea to bring that culture or experience yeah. and bring it on to camp and practices. Because if you're winning, yeah. you got to support the win, Or you don't got to support the winners. I don't remember – well, then again, the Rangers weren't making the playoffs, so he gets a pass. I don't remember Dave Gettleman going to games, but then again, the Rangers weren't in the playoffs at that time, so he kind of gets a pass because, you know, unless the Rangers were going to the playoffs, they only went to the playoffs one time when Gettleman was there, and that was that bubble season. They played that in Canada, you know, the, the COVID year, um, and he got beat by Carolina. So I can't really – as much as I would like to pin, pin that on Dave Gettleman, it's not fair because the Rangers weren't in the playoffs. So this is their first time in the playoffs. And, you know, real playoff playoffs, not that, that bubble crap we well, were in Steve, a I think you're on top. You, Steve, even though, okay, you know what you just said? You said something very important. You actually just answered your own question. What's it going to take? Let me tell you something. I'm a lifetime Ohio State University football fan, okay? One year – in the 90s, it was happening in the 90s, we got this new coach, us, us Buckeye fans got this new coach named Earl Bruce. At the prep, prep rally, Earl Bruce basically treated the Michigan game, which is like a religious experience for Ohio State players, and, and, and you know, curriculum, I mean, just everything, just, just faculty, just the entire state. Them and Michigan have a special thing going on, okay? Special kind of rivalry. Well, he pretty much said, from now on, we're going to forget about this nonsense with Ohio State against Michigan because we have a whole because this is called the Big Ten, not the Big Michigan. So it does to me from now on, it's just another game. And he got booed mercifully at the pep rally before his first game. Somehow he ended up there three, no, I think five or six years, just because they had you know halfway decent teams and halfway decent records. But the fans never mm-hmm. bought into him and never got. Never got into this dude. Even the sportscasters, Keith Jackson couldn't stand him, you know, because he didn't <laughs> get it. He didn't get it. He, you suppose this is what we're about is what he they would, you know, they try to emphasize to him. But he says, nope, it's just another game. Get rid of this rivalry nonsense. He started taking, he started ordering things, taking away like, you know, special mementos and awards and all that. And both Shem Blecker said, I'm not going to talk to that dude ever again. You know, because he, he didn't get it. He, he was, you know, and even the Michigan State, um, Michigan fans didn't like him because of that. Well, they got another guy that came in. His name was Jim Fossil. And Jim Fossil, at the very first pep rally, said, yo, we going back to where it's supposed to be. You know, in 65 days, we got to kick that ass in Michigan. And the crowd lost it. Everything went nuts. And two years later, they won that, that great national championship. Over um, and that mm-hmm. special game, great game against Miami. You remember that, Clarence, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like old so yeah. What happened is their coach came in and bought into the fact that we, what we have here is special, and auto, in order to do it, we got all got to be in this together. Well, right now, 
um, uh, Brian DeBall, Joe Shane, and the rest of the crew, they going out to Italian restaurants. They eat pizza. You know, I don't think they took the subway yet, but <laughs> they going to the Rangers games, and they are buying into this culture. And when you get all of them on your in, in, in totally ingrained in, in this style of life here that we have in the tri-state area, and they totally understand what's at stake, and they build around that, it's just going to be a matter of time before everything breaks through and, they, and we have something really, really special in these rubbers. I'm going to let you know that right now. It's going to be great. That's how important it is. They know what they did was they didn't just come in there with X's and O's and sit in the damn office. They bought into the entire experience, and they're still buying into it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm loving it. I am loving it. I can respect it. The Yankees, the Yankees and Mets are next, probably, after the Rangers win the Stanley Cup. But that's all I got to say. <laughs> so so if you look at it, right, okay, because I, I don't know if you guys talked about it in, in some previous shows. Looking at our cornerback situation, our depth, right, <laughs> And the Eagles made some acquisitions. Let's start with your 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 team, your Philadelphia Eagles, man. Come on, AJ Brown traded from the Titans. Oh, like my like God. this when that happened, I was like, Jesus Christ! You know what I'm saying? Like he's a tough. He's in the prime of his career. You throw him with, of course, Devontae Smith. I love him coming out of Alabama. And then you know Jalen Rieger's kind of hit or miss, but for him to be the third option at wide receiver is not bad. Just you know, I know things go. There's the other things that go into defense versus offense. You got pass rushers, coverages, schemes, play calling, things of that nature. But if you look at it from a stand up, our cornerbacks, our secondary matching up versus Philadelphia's wide receivers, just cornerback or secondary versus corner, uh, their wide receivers. How do you, how do you look at that? I see them right now as having the advantage with this right now. Okay. Who's that? Quite possibly. Giants or I mean, the, the Eagles? The, the, I don't say that name. You know, the Beagles. Them, them over there. Oh, okay. 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 I see them having that advantage right now because we are still in what I call development mode. And they are – they're in development mode too, but their development mode is a little bit different. They, 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 have, a, they have a management squad that is a little bit more uh, – a coaching team staff, I should say, that is a little bit more – invested in um how do i say this they're they 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 band-aided and fixed most of their problems but here's my here's the thing here's the thing Devonte. okay for instance let's just take the wide receivers Devonte smith is definitely going to be their number one cat okay but and they identified him as such but then they then they went ahead and acquired aj brown to give them you know <laughs> to give him what I uh, is a, sort of like a co-host, uh, you know, but AJ Brown has that personality. Where he's not going to be the second banana and you still got Pascal on that team. You still got Rager on that team and you, I forgot who else is on that squad, but you still got those kind of guys that are going to demand the ball. Okay. Chris Watkins. That's what I'm trying to think of. Chris Watkins. Okay. Now here's my thing. Is if, if, when you come down here and you listen to all these so-called well, I have to admit, the sports media in Philadelphia is pretty damn good. They know this shit. It is. Okay. Boy, they, Not they, only they, them, shout-outs to the sports podcasters like the Blee Blue Show. I mean, they got some fire yeah, down ex- there, dog. Exactly, no exactly, exactly. They know what's – they pretty much 
they don't believe in Jalen Hurts down here, man. They they really badly want Gardner Minshew to be the starting quarterback of this team. Why I do not know. They also believe that Gainwell is a better. They they do this. Philly does this to themselves. They they hurt themselves with the innuendos and the rumors and all that kind of stuff. They don't believe in Miles Sanders. They want Gainwell and all of that. All they all they care about is how long Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey is going to hang out. That's all they care about. So that's them on offense. Okay. So you so you pretty much well no and the Dickinson is pretty good too but anyway that's and 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 Goddard is overrated but that's that's just me all right now with those kind of with those kind of tools that they have they they can really that's good enough to that's that's playoff caliber that's a playoff caliber team on paper okay for us we've got another offense coming around. With a brand new line, rebuilt line or we refurbished line, we've got um, our receivers don't look at all like they're much of a challenge to to me. This is me to slay. Um 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 um, um what's his name? Uh, Patrick James Johnson, Bradbury. Bradbury now. Um um, I'm missing somebody in this in. Or somebody else they just picked up. They just picked up somebody else. I mean, they got. Yeah, I mean, you said the, the main ones. I don't remember whoever came from Denver. Whoever came from Denver, okay, was pretty good, and it showed out last year. Okay, their defense looks monstrous, monstrous, monstrous compared to what we could offer them. Because every time you look at the offense, Steve. And it's just it's just simple habit. You always look at the quarterback first. And I'm not going on a diatribe about that from from Arson today tonight. But right, right. When we when we get when we get that settled, then then I can truly tell you, yo, we could take them because of X, Y, Z in the third. But I can't say that right now. They have our number. Their secondary will just enrapture us. Okay. We need a much better game plan than we originally would have had pre-draft than um, because of the moves that they've made. Okay, so nah, I don't. I think the, I think they have the advantage. I think they have the advantage. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, if I, I didn't, even, you know, I, since you went there, as far as their cornerbacks versus our wide receivers, just straight up, not even, you know, exclude quarterbacks, play calling things of that nature. Oh yeah, their their cornerback situation is is up there, man. In the NFC, yeah. it's definitely up there. Uh, getting yeah. Bradbury on that cheap deal because of because uh, of our salary cap situation. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's I I'm I'm not one of those giant fans that act like you know James Bradbury had one bad year and he's now on the decline. I don't think that's the case at all. I just think him and Logan Ryan just were in situations where last season it just. It was just bad all around. Obviously, lack of pass rush, always on the field, things of that nature. But now, nah, yeah, you're. I agree with you on on that. Now, just to go back, let me go back one more time. Harry uh, Vincent, I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah, that our cornerbacks. Ver- I mean, what was it? Our our cornerbacks versus their wide receivers. I oh boy, I may have to give them the edge, man. I, 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 you know now. You, you're right. The quarterback is, is an intricate part, but I'm just trying to 
be, you know, straight up try to compare apples to apples without bringing in the oranges. That AJ Brown trade, or yeah, that trade, you know, just wow. Yeah. That's just it's an upgrade, no matter how you look at it, because. If you gotta look at Rager as the number one three, the number three receiver at this point, right. him and Devontae, that's a good one-two punch. And I don't yeah. know which who is our like Adoree Jackson. Are, I'm not a big Adoree Jackson when we signed him anyway. So what makes you think that now Bradbury's gone, and then our cornerback situation? You know, Robinson is okay. You know, he has some decent games, but. But the depth of the the actual cornerbacks, what makes I, – I mean, I'm just asking out loud to Giant fans when I ask this question. What makes you think – compare – we'll get to the, the commanders. You know, I'm just taking an adjustment to say that. Commanders and Cowboys as well. I want to see how our secondary looks against these wide receivers. What makes you think, you know, our cornerbacks, Robinson, who's on there, uh, whoever, you know, you know uh, Dory Jackson – who, who who's gonna come up and stand up? Who's standing up in, in camp right now? Because that part I have to go back to, like I said, social media, Instagram, to get a, bur- a real Adoree Jackson. Right. What? Right, Adoree. Ja- right now in camp. Right now. Right now. Let me emphasize this. Right now, Adoree Jackson and Darnie Holmes. Like I said, they look good. You know, yeah. they look good. But I like you know, Holmes. You- but then we don't have the depth to handle something like that, man, that onslaught. I mean, unless, look, we've got a lot. Of, look, Darius Williams, he showed some flashes, really, really nice sometimes. But he's a he's an unproven commodity. Aaron Robinson, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think he can surprise us. But I don't. But but I don't want to say that either because that means, okay, that he's not then he's still a question mark as well, okay? I'm just banking on the fact that we – I think our, our safety situation would be nice, but you said quarterback. We are, we just, we are just thin there. And losing, I know. Um, should we should – we, you want to include that? You want to include them too? We can. I mean, they are secondary. I think we can work it. When, when, you, when you put those guys in and we've got some really, really good – look, Dane, Dane Belton and Corker – are going to be really, really good for us, but they're also green. Okay, right now, Julian Love, this is his moment to shine. It's a strong safety. I believe he's ready, but I'm not ready to give him a goddamn Pro Bowl hat yet. Xavier, no, that, no, no. he's going to be fine. Don't we don't have to worry about that. That's who the Eagles um, um, receiver core has to fear. Every time he's out there. He's going to be a problem for everybody that that, that sees him in, in this division. But uh, but talent wise, we are not there yet in our secondary to handle the Eagles. I I got to admit it. I got to admit it. Ah uh, yeah. What about Washington? Uh, how do you think our secondary matches up with their uh, wide receiver unit? Um, you know, I thought. If you look at the Washington the Washington Commanders, I mean, we've had our issues with. I mean, I think every team had their issues with Terry McLaurin. I think he's an excellent, a very underrated, underappreciated wide receiver in this league. Uh, he, they do a lot. Every time we play them, we talk about it in every post game. These crossing routes that he particularly does. It doesn't matter who he plays against. He, he gets he gets open and he makes plays. Um, well. 
How you okay. think oh. about their unit? Adding, uh, you know, Curtis Samuel from the Panthers. I don't think they're as strong as the Eagles. I think we could have our what? No. I would say have our way. I think we match up favorably against their wide receivers. What about you? I think we. I think that, I think you're correct. Uh, the biggest thing about that is <laughs> yes, McLaurin is a stud. Um, Dotson is going to be a monster. Samuel is um, adequate. Let's just use that term. But see. <laughs> They've got Carson Wentz, man. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we can exploit that. I'm sorry. I'm just putting it out there like that. I do not believe. I think I think the New York Giants secondary will solve him. They will solve him. I, I don't think it's telegraphic. Um, and he's very inconsistent. You know, he had one fluke year, and all of a sudden he got a, a $10 billion. And after that, the, the spotlight's been on him, and he's not been able to produce. So, well, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I think. I think that would give us a little bit of an edge here. A little bit of an edge. McLaren can fuck us up any day he wants to. Any <laughs> time he wants. Okay. JD McKissick might might surprise you too now. Okay. Um, because he does. Because uh, he doesn't just play running back. Now they move. They switch him to the outside a lot in the slot. Okay. So and he and he has screwed some teams up. So you got to watch out for that game. Yeah, good. This is going for the attention. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it because Carson Wentz. You like, how often does this shit happen? Did Mike? I don't know. Vic didn't play for the Commanders, right? Or the Redskins? He didn't play for them, right? He played for the Eagles. No. I know that. But, but how many times have you seen these quarterbacks from the Eagles end up with the with the Commanders or the Redskins? What McNabb, Carson Wentz, Sonny Jurgensen? How many? How many? It's like they, they. How many times does this shit happen? That's not supposed to happen, right? You know what? There's, and I don't think that's the only ones either. You're right. There's got to be more. Somebody, no, Doug Williams didn't do it. No, Cunningham. I, no, I don't Garcia, think Cunningham was Jeff a Garcia, I think Garcia did it. Uh, wow. Yeah, Jeff George did it. Um, you're right. You, there is some. There's something going on with that. Why is it always an eagle quarterback ending up in Washington? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's that's it. That is interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I know one thing. I don't. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm going to go on a tangent and answer your question and tell you. Yes, indeed, we can take this team. We have. We have. We have the ability to compete over here. Um, as the well, well, you said the team. Or are you talking about that unit? Or are we talking the units? We're talking about that unit. I'm sorry. They're not. Okay. The, the Eagles, the, the Eagles' um, wide receivers are, are talented, dude. Um, yes, and they I don't are. know if we can stay with them. <laughs> I don't know if we can stay with them. I don't know. I, I, it remains to be seen because I don't like messing, dogging out my team. But mm, it's a little iffy over there. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just being iffy. honest, right? What about what about that team down in Texas? Oh, oh boy, this is the fear factor here, bro. Um, <laughs> so you, you got, talking uh, Lamb. Who, who's on that team now? Is it, you talking um, Lamb? You talking Gallup? You talking who else is who's, um the uh, um tight end tight end Schultz? You talking? They just got Jake Ferguson, the guy I always liked that I, that I was trying to that I was praying that we get in the draft. They got him. Um, they got a nice yeah, line. Yeah, Gonna make sure. So. Uh, uh, and of course, I mean, if you throw in, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was CD Lamb and, and Gallup. I mean, those are, uh, you know, Gallup's coming off the injury, 
So you gotta kind of. He'll still be okay. He'll be you okay. say? Hey, he'll be okay. okay. Um, we're gonna have a problem with this team, this particular team, because um, they they play they play on they have they have a certain rhythm that they play at that is hard to friggin' overcome, and they have something to play for this year because they're all bitching at their owner. I, um, one day Carl will come in and tell tell us all about that. But um, eh, I know I don't know, Steve. I think they they got our number two. <laughs> so you think really you think the, the Eagles you think the Eagles wide receivers as a unit is better than the Cowboys position? Uh, you know, just comparing those wide receivers groups. Yes, I do. I, yes, I do, and I'm gonna tell you yeah. why. This because you have yeah. to put the emotional element in it too. And they're gonna want it. They're gonna want it more. The Eagles wide receivers, as opposed to the Cowboys. Cowboys will say, "Oh well, you know, we're going through the motions." The Eagles, on the other hand, are like, "No, nah, we gotta beat New York. Fuck that. We beat the Giants." And it's just a different kind of, just a different kind of uh, uh, momentum feel. Then it just it just feels different. I I, I fear for this this particular situation. But I also mm-hmm. want to be pleasantly surprised. Okay, because our our new DC is not in the business of really um, kowtowing. And he he also he also knows how to exploit certain features of a uh, of a of a uh, passing offense. So I, I'm talking about just on paper alone, which I wish I had in front of me. I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are are the most serious threats in our division. Other than, and I think Washington is not as bad. So, but I, I but we're not going to be, we're not, uh, damn, Steve, you're messing me up, man. <laughs> I don't even know how to think about it anymore. But I think, I, look, we're just going to have to be competitive. But, I, but right now on paper, Eagles got our number. You, you said, we said get our number. We're just talking about by those positions, or are you talking about by, just by those uh, positions, an entire positions. roster? Oh, by, okay, okay. Positions. That's fair. It comes to those positions, okay. they got our number. Yeah, because I had the more and more I yeah, thought about fair. it, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, we so didn't little... talk about – now, what What about – you mentioned uh, uh, Martindale and then how the style he wants to play defense. He's got different pieces. He's going to get a Blake yeah. Martinez bet, right? And you got the Thibodeau. Um, you guys are not big on Thibodeau. Like I'm more a positive on Thibodeau than a lot of the guys are on this on this platform. Um, um, I think he'll do fine. But, 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 but the pieces I'm talking about, you lose Bradbury, but you're gaining your play caller and Blake Martinez and, and Kayvon Thibodeau. You're adding on just on the defensive side. Do you think it's going to be more success? Uh, Despite Bradbury leaving, Logan Ryan leaving, I mean that's a lot of leadership, man. Where do you th- what are your thoughts on that as far as the state of the ex- or expectations as the defense as a whole? Um, as opposed to saying that the defense is improving, I'm going to go on. I'm going to say that the defense has been enhanced. Okay, and what I mean by that is okay. A lot of people were down, fans were down on our our front line, but for the most part, we're back together again. You know, um, um, with Williams and, and, and Dexter Lawrence, you know, we're, you know, 
you're getting and, – and Justin Ellis coming in, by the way, who knows Martindale. Um, we're getting a sturdy line back. That helps. Thibodeau, I'm coming around here. We talked earlier about our general manager and our coach buying into the New York experience. Well, Thibodeau has had some really good mentors in the last two months, okay, with Strahan and, and Tuck and Harry Carson. I think they've been able to un- – he's been able to soak up some really fantastic knowledge and some an appreciation of his abilities, you know, as a new as a, a budding New York Giants. Now you got him on the other side of Elijah. I can never say his name. Azulari. You got Blake right, Martinez. Azulari, yeah. Um, yeah, you got Blake Martinez's leadership coming back, and Tay Crowder is coming off a really decent season. I think knowing the effectiveness of Tib- of, of, of Rick Martindale and how he gets you to think unit unit team team first. I think that's going to have a profound unit on how we play from here on in, barring injury. And they just may make up for some of the shortcomings that the, sec- the secondary will have. I and we're not finished yet. This is just year one of that. You know? Uh, yeah, it's incomplete. Um, we we still have we still have everybody. I mean, this is what it is now. It could change. In this is what it is now, you know, right. right? Right, right, right. And we don't need say David Moa or or. Uh, uh, O'Shane or who else is here? Um, Coughlin. Or, we don't need those guys, Quincy Roche. We don't need them to be, you know, three down players either, man. You know, as long as, as, long as there's a couple of packages that we can, that that Markendale, Martindale will work with, we will be in a lot of games. We will be able to compete. And I, I'm feeling pretty damn good about what we've got on defense right now. Okay, because it's a mixture of veteran leadership and some budding athleticism on with some of the new cats that is going to be, be um, enabled to us, us to c- compete. This is not a six win team, dude, you know, and you've got a different attitude and management as well. So I'm feeling very, very optimistic about what we can do on defense this year, Steve. Uh, yeah, I, I'm outside of injury. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be better, but it's, of course, it's definitely not where it needs to be. Uh, I just, I, I was a little, I would call it a little concerned. I was just kind of shocked, not just our platform, but just giant fans who have platforms and the the social media, they were not big on the Thibodeau pick, and I just didn't understand why. Now, I, I, if you're taking personality out of it, you know, that's what I'm just looking at the player. Do you think you – know, I don't think the personality is going to interfere with his game. And I think maybe that's where people have their doubts. Yes, and I was one of them. Um, but I, now I, I completely flipped over, and I, I'm, I'm on Team Dividend now. Um, my problem why? was – What, what changed you, it? My, I, my problem was I, I was thinking, here comes um, – what's his name? Out of South Carolina, he's bounced around for a while from Texas to – oh, God damn it. I can't remember Are you talking about uh, uh, Clowney? I, there you go. I felt that we were getting clowny again. And I had every reason to think so. The way this guy was taking off games and not, you know, evading combines. And, and, and oh, I said, okay, here we go again with this shit. Okay. But since he's been here, he's been very accessible. And he's, t- and, and he's, he's listened and he's bought into what, they, what, what, what these cats have been 
have has to offer and 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 what and and in the in the direction that we're going. And so I'm I'm bought into him. What I wanted, the guy I wanted. Let me clear this up for everybody that that dogged me out since I, we we had the draft show. What I wanted was Kyle Hamilton. Okay, because oh, yeah. I felt. I, I felt thank that, you for the change. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, there's John Lynch for the next 12 years for the New York Giants. I immediately saw that, okay? That kind of leadership, that kind of... I understand. That kind of okay, I got you. And I wanted that, and I saw it, I saw it in him. I said, and he's going to be great for the Ravens, okay? And he dropped down because he's not spectacular, you know, but he is steady, and he's going to be there for a minute. So that's what I wanted for the New York Football Giants, and when they when we got Thibodeau and said instead, I went uh. But since then, I've sort of I've come around completely, um, and I and I really do feel that he's going to be a special player for us. And you got him on yeah, the other I, end. Of, I, like, I get it. Oh, it's tempting because you watch Kyle Hamilton at Notre Dame. It is tempting because, I, man, think about it. Now you're, you're the secondary, the same conversation we've been having for 30 minutes. You put right. Kyle Hamilton there alongside McKinney. That's your best one-two punch in the NFC, if not the NFL. Exactly. For yeah. years. But, 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 the, the, but the problem with, I would say the problem, the, 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 the domino effect is where's the pressure coming up front? Because if you can't get pressure, and the Giants was terrible at that statistically last yeah. year, if you can't get the pressure – then there's more time for wide receivers to run free. And, of course, in today's NFL, you already know where you barely touch the guy. It's good they're going to throw a flag, which I hate, man. I mean, it's not like how it was 20 years ago. You know, like, like you can't even get physical, you know, without a flag. You know, you can't even breathe on the guy. And that's where I think the back end of the secondary has the most disadvantage because I wish the rules weren't so loose as far as, you know, to, you know, even think about getting the guy's way, they're gonna throw a flag. <laughs> so, um, I yeah, I, I I understand by the Hamilton point. I, I definitely do. And let me say this: I don't think I said this to you guys, man. Um, the Ravens draft was is kind of like the draft I had in my mock draft. Basically, how I my philosophy, how I wanted. It was kind of like your guys too, because we all had similar picks. The Ravens. That's a. It's kind of like. You know we're we're long, we're we're giant fans for life for the NFL, right? But if, right. if fans became free agents, like players could be free agents, I would be a Ravens free agent fan, man, because they did exactly how I would have did it. You know what I'm saying? Based off availability, right. position, Ravens got it right, man. And I know you probably like, damn, about that kind of Hamilton situation. I, I get it. I get it. That really, I just see him as look, look, he's gonna have a good career. And like I always tell, you know, bar, bar injury from all of these, any of these guys, but Kyle Hamilton, I just looked at him and I said, okay, there's something special going on with that guy. Um, he, he, his leadership is very inherent. And he's, what, 21 years old? And he always yeah. was the cat on that, on that defense. If you watch the Notre Dame game, game, I know you have. It, he's, oh, he, was the, he was the captain. He was he – was, um, What's the player? I'm, I'm, I'm future Hall of Famer, man. Played forever with the Panthers. Uh, went to Boston College. The uh, Panthers, played, you said. The Panthers, middle linebacker, next to Tom Davis. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
that kind of leadership, that's what that's what Kyle Hamilton has. And they're going to have a fantastic team over there, too. Let me segue real quick for five seconds and tell you. Sure. Guys are out of him, okay? And, and they also – oh, they also had Demarius Williams in that draft, too? Dog. Bro, they got Patrick Queen over there. They got um, – um, Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I have my, my moments here. Bynes is over there. Khalees Campbell's over there. They got some really, really, really – they got they, – they're going to be very impressive. Very impressive. So I got you. I totally understand where you're coming from over there with that defense. You know, they, oh, yeah. they would have been sick without Hamilton. And they had a town to have Oh, a job That's who it was. They got, they got David a job <laughs> They had a hell of a trap, man. Man, that's sickening. They're going to give people hell. Look out for them. Look out for them. Look out for them. Man, damn Panthers. Right. Oh, my God. Glad we got to play the now, now, we got to apologize because we did come on last week because you, you were traveling around the world. And, there, you know, I'm sorry, man. I, I I love talking sports with you guys for like the last eight years, but there was no way I was going to come on here. And I hate to do it to the football people because the football people have been very fantastic for this platform. But that playoff game, I had to see. Like <laughs> I know we lost, but oh, it, it had to no. be like watching the Rangers. But uh, you know we'll be back on next Thursday to make up for it. You know, you know we'll, we've been on every other week, but we'll come. I'll come on next week if you want to come on. We'll come on. We'll get into all these other positions and do the cross matches within the division. But I got to ask you this because we're running out of time, and I know we got an important game, and I got to get your thoughts because we haven't been off for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Celtics and six, Celtics and seven, Warriors and six, seven sweep. How are you looking at this, man? This is a hard, no, you know I got to ask you. I know you do, and it's a hard series for me because I can't stand either one of them. So here we go. <laughs> so here we go. I'm too I've never moved in Boston in my life. I, I know. And I, yes. Wow. But at the same time, I do want new blood, particularly from the East, for change. You know, I mean, Toronto did it a couple of years ago, but I had a little bit of a problem with that team, too, because they got lucky with a lot of breaks, okay? And, oh, my God. And I really am tired of the God during Curry worship and the Draymond shit right. on the other side. Right, right. You know, it, it just puts me in a bad position, man, but I got to do something I normally <laughs> have never never done before no, in a long don't say time. It. Don't say it. I have to root for Nia Long. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'll say it that way. Damn, I, 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 listen, I know this has nothing to do with sports, but damn, bro, I congratulate you. She's on the uh, The Celtics coach for pulling that. Woo! Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. I'm, all right. I'm <laughs> I, I can't go Boston. You know that. Man. I can't. That roster is a likable. If that roster would have played in Nova Scotia, New Hampshire, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> anywhere but Boston, I could root for them. But it is Boston. And if they would have been in Philadelphia, same thing, same thing. I can't root for Boston. I can't root for Philadelphia under any circumstances. I feel you oh, on the animosity with the, with the Golden State Warriors. Because they, you know, I like the, I like stuff. But then I don't like Steph because he does talk a lot of gang of shit, the, 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 you yep. know, the sleeping, you know, the, 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 the mocking, the hot dogging and all that crap. Yep. 
Jamon kind of irks me, and Clay kind of gets he does little slight jabs and shit, and I'm tired of you know I'm kind of tired of you know. I, you know, hey, Chris, you know I'm about to say this, and, and I said this to you before on this platform. I forgot what show. Probably the Knicks or the NBA. Listen, man, Mark Jackson built that shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody say, man. Steve Kerr. Oh, oh, you think you're going to get an argument out of me? I'm with you. <laughs> so I got that factor going on. With that said, I can't root for it. It's like, that's another thing. I'm also about ring chasing, too. The Knicks only got two, right? Right. We're never going to catch the Celtics even in my lifetime. So what's one more going to hurt? But then again, I don't want to hear their fans talk shit if, if I go back to a game in Boston. It, it, it gets yeah. ugly with Knicks fans in Boston. So I oh, probably have to go Golden State. They still have more rings than the Knicks. So I probably have to go Golden State by default. It's not It's not easy. It's not oh, easy. I get you. I get you. But I don't want to hear – I don't want – look. I hate it when the media, I'm going to bring them up, are so far up Steph Curry's ass. It bothers me. It really does. And now Draymond, with his mouth on every goddamn seems like every media platform wants him to come on and say something stupid, and he doesn't realize he's being played. That bothers me, too. Okay. But the final oh, – oh, and Steve, Steve Kerr thinks that you well, want that's to take a ride out of him. Well, that is, that, that, yeah. that is marketed for him because he has a top – uh, uh, podcast right now, so that's kind of right, worse than if, his business. Right, yeah. and Steph Curry. Let me just say this: my final thing. Steph Curry has ruined this goddamn game <laughs> with the, <laughs> him and Damian Lillard and whoever else shoots from the damn Raptors have ruined this game. You can't get the third grade friggin' um um um, um bitty team anymore to, to learn fundamentals, man. All these little kids out there in the park. Shooting freaking three pointers and missing completely. Whoa. With no, they don't want to listen to the fundamentals. They don't want to listen to the instruction. Now it's just all over the place, and that's the popular thing to do. Well, that's, that's the league. But that's the league. The league changed the rules, Chris. No hand checking. I mean, you can't go in the paint. What was the oh, mid range yeah, games? The cats don't play bats in the basket. Oh, one more question before we go. Uh, I know. Shout out to the football and people listen, but I, this is a basketball question. I'm. What is that Magic Johnson uh, special that's gonna come on, man? I. Uh, it's on you know, Apple. Remember you said you're gonna. It's already it's on out? Apple TV. It's already out. It's on Apple TV, and I'll be watching. Oh, it I gotta catch up on that. Apple oh, TV. I, I, it's I, I know you didn't like that winning time, and I get it. I liked it. Now, I talked to, you know, Dominic from the Knicks show, and he didn't like it either. Huh? But I got yeah, to check out this Magic Johnson because I love, you know, going back to that era and see how things were now they're reflecting. Man, so how how do you remember that era, especially, you know, you know with Bernard King? But that was the 80s with, you know, the Pistons oh, were on the up, the Celtics and the Lakers were running shit. Uh, yeah. how, how, did, how did you remember that? Like that, it was, it was it was competitive ball. Um, everything was oh my god, eighties ball. Oh, <sighs> it's hard to describe, but that's when Bird and Magic, Jabbar, um, uh, that's it's too much, too many, it's too much to say, Steve. It, it was just a really beautifully golden era. It was made of teams. Teams were playing. Philadelphia. It wasn't individual yeah. cats. To your earlier point. It was teams. Even Bird, who everybody came to see, was a team player. You can't. You didn't yeah. just come up, come over there to see him throw three pointers. You wanted to see him throw that nasty pass. Thing else. Let me just say this to everybody. Thanks for listening to a Big Blue Roundtable with Steve. 
Azul and the whole nine yards. Check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Bleed Blue fan page, and all social media, Facebook, IG, and so on, so on, so on. Steve, what you want to say, bruh? I'm coming. Let's come back on next Thursday. Uh, get some of the people back on, and you know, break down some of these positions. Uh, you know, tackle another area of the team. I think it had a good time talking just on a loose end dish with our secondary versus the uh, opposing team wide receivers in the uh, the division. Right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. You got all this sports in between. It's crazy. Hockey, NBA, the baseball teams are rolling. So, oh man, last question because I know the game's about to come on. Uh, I never Chris, transition into boxing real quick I don't know if you saw the fight last week I never saw a fight I can remember where there literally was no exchange for six rounds and just like that, just one blow ended it. Did you see that Tate Davis uh, Romero fight last week? I saw the highlights but I don't want to comment on that because I want to see it. The thing about the boxing is I don't, you missed, you missed you got to see the whole fight in order to get to really comment. So I missed it because I, I they didn't show it over there, man. But um, okay, I I'll bring it up it. next I, week. It, I would, to yeah, me, that's please do. Like, it's really let's make sure we make a note of that. That because uh, boxing is getting interested in too, man, right now. So let's do it. Let's uh, do uh, it. Let's do it. And, and by the way, since since we now we're gonna get off because last Saturday the the Rangers were playing at home at the Garden. And then really, literally a few miles into Brooklyn at the Barclays was the boxing match. Like, boxing is, is now – it's a Barclays it's a situation, not the Garden no more. And I, I hate to say that, but, you know, not that uh, it should matter. Yeah, Barclays is taking all the Showtime fights, all the big fights, um, you know, call for what it is. And the Garden, you know, who knows when to get back to prominence on that level. But, right. all right, Chris, we'll, we'll enjoy the finals. And we'll, we'll, talk, yes, we'll talk next week. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.